This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And listeners, we have another one of your great questions, which is, is getting plastic surgery like telling God that he made a mistake and you don't like his craftsmanship? I think that question is a trick. So tell them about your plastic surgery experience because Tim had breast augmentation. (laughs) And I felt like it was a legitimate... Hey, I work really oh, hard. Wait, 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 wait. It was a facial surgery. I'm sorry, I work really hard for these pecs. <laughs> Gosh, uh, I couldn't resist. No. I'm sorry. So, yeah. So many years ago, I was at a youth camp and we thought it would be really fun to play uh, football, which started off as flag football. Then it turned into tackle football. And uh, I tackled a, a, one of the seniors running down the sideline and his knee uh, came up, shattered my cheekbone. Uh, it looked like if you've ever seen a picture of shattered glass, that's what it looked like. I saw the x-ray and I was like, oh, okay, so that's why it hurts so bad. And uh, they had to do plastic surgery on me and reconstruct my, my facial bones and so forth but you know can't tell it all can't tell it all look great yeah beautiful (laughs) (laughs) no but like i I think what we get to it at the beginning of this is why obviously to put you back to normal yes was a really legitimate why and we have the the pain i mean i was in incredible pain oh that's yeah yeah so i think there is a a a big question here which is why do you want it is it inherently sinful no it really actually comes down to the why because yours wasn't inherently sinful and i can't think of a human being anywhere in the world who would say that that's inherently sinful also i think there's there is a, a an attack on humanity from the evil one right back at the very beginning of the garden it was on contentment yes is what god has given you and the boundaries he's given you enough at the same time mm-hmm. there is a mandate in the garden to put under submission the unruliness if you will of the uh, world uh, of the, of the of, fall of yes the fall, you know mm-hmm. and so here's the question so we have hair that grows do we never cut it Mm-hmm. At what point? Yes. Is, At what point do yeah. you make a, a, draw the line and say, you know, I need to leave what God has done alone and not intervene at all, or do I intervene? At what extent do I do I put a limitation on it? Right, and and I think every culture has a sense of right or wrong, of cultural beauty and not beauty that changes here and there, and that's that's fine. And I also think beauty is something that God has put inside of our hearts. He applauds the beauty of women in Scripture, especially, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing. It's never rebuked. Um, it, it's rebuked when it becomes more important than internal beauty, for sure. Modesty is always a wonderful thing, but. But modesty takes into consideration that there's grooming. Yes, you know? exactly. And so uh, what I want to say, I, you know, really to frame this is everybody agrees to some level of grooming and maintaining really the chaos of our body. If you right. will, there's body odor, there's hair that grows everywhere Finger in our body. Fingernails, toenails. Fingernails, everything. I mean, and and none of these are ever condemned in Scripture. If this was a if, – if maintaining our image was contemned, condemned – then there would be some kind of scriptures about it. Yes. Now, I, but they're I, not. Yeah, they're not. No, they're not scriptures about this. That being said, I... But there are scriptures that deal with the motivation behind women or men making themselves to be, look better or look yeah. look a certain way. Yeah. And, and I think we have to ask ourselves, what lies have we bought into? Yeah. So, for example, 
we are in American culture petrified of getting older, petrified of gray hair, yes. petrified of whatever. I, and I get it. I don't want to get older. I'm I'm going to be forty next year. Like that's a weird Ooh. thought for me. You know, <laughs> and, uh, basically dead. Yeah, and uh, so, but but. I, I, you know, I'm like frustrated. I want to have a, I want to have the body back when I was 20, and I just don't. Actually, 23 would be the, <laughs> the age that I want. But um, so, why are we afraid of getting older? Um, are we afraid of what people will think of us? What is really motivating? Mm-hmm. Is it glorifying to God, not wanting to be a distraction, wanting to actually look the way I would normally look, or not be? seen as super duper weird. You know, if I never cut my fingernails or my hair, everyone would be distracted by me. Right. Like I'd become the subject of conversation for reasons I don't want to be the subject mm-hmm. of conversation. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Um, so let's let's think about this, Tim. What are some sinful motivations for someone to receive plastic surgery? Well, I would say the sinful, where, where the line gets crossed is where we buy into the cultural lie that bigger is better, that I have to look a certain way or I have to have certain physical characteristics and I buy into that, which I think that that is the line that gets crossed where I buy into if I am not like this person or if I am not shaped like this person or my ideal person, whoever that might be, if I don't have these physical characteristics, then I'm a less of a person. And then I think there's another line that gets crossed where where a lot of plastic surgeries, they they take they take the normal features of a human body, both male or female, and they take it to the abnormal. You know, they, they take it to a place where that, that's just not that I I've never seen a person normally look like that. And when plastic surgery goes there, I always wonder, okay, what is going on in the heart of this person that they need, they need this, uh, unusual look to make them feel important or feel valued. Uh, there's something deeper going on there, and, and that always concerns me because those two lines, I, I think one is a little further down the road than the other, to me, make me uncomfortable. And biblically, I, I think, I, I just wonder, you know, what does God think of this? Yeah. You know, is is in, I think the other line that is not crossed is when someone has a physical impairment or has a, you know, a, a body defect, if we want to call it that, I mean, I think that's a pretty harsh word to use, where they want plastic surgery just to make themselves look normal. Look what, you know, uh, whether it's a cleft palate, if it's um, some some other physical um, uh, issue, that they just want to look normal and not be distractive, yep. uh, distra- a distraction from their physical appearance. Yep. Yeah, I mean, does it bring glory to God? Who are you trying to impress? Mm-hmm. Um, are you trying to become somebody you're not, not. or really become more like Christ? Um, are you subduing the brokenness of sin in a realistic way? You know, yeah. and what I would say with sin is even though growing old is a result of sin, I don't I don't find anywhere in Scripture where we try to present as younger than we are or older than we are. We, we present in terms of who we, who we really are. are, you know? And so if you have gray hair, you present as gray hair. Now, I don't have moral ethical issues with women or men dyeing their hair. I just, I don't. Um, I, 
I would ask them as I would anybody in anything, you know, what's motivating you? Yeah. Um, yeah. What are you afraid of? There mm-hmm. are some industries that if, if a man or woman um, has gray hair, they actually will be less likely to keep their job. And mm-hmm. I, I understand some of that. So I don't have a lot of judgment. And people might be wondering, wh- why are you comparing um, cutting your hair and dyeing your hair with plastic surgery? It's all on a spectrum. It's all on a spectrum, right? And cutting your fingernails would be like a 1 out of 10. And getting complete body reconstructive surgery would be a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. But it's all about at what point does changing your physical appearance uh, become not glorifying Mm -hmm. to God? And again, I would just go back every single human being. Why are you doing it? What is your motivation? Um, is this bringing more glory to God? Is this accentuating Christ-likeness? Is it out of vanity? Is it out of fear? I think those are all fair questions. And so rather than condemn anybody, uh, I just have a lot more questions for people. Uh, I do think that there is a, a pressure. Like when I go out west to California, I'm amazed at all the plastic surgeries that are done oh, out yeah. there. Yeah. And s- some of them are done because a woman had breast cancer or something like that. And I get that. And that makes sense. That does make to sense. To me, that that is a that is a reasonable reason to have uh, a reconstructive surgery if mm-hmm. there if there are physical if there's been a physical issue or potentially yeah. uh, you know we normally think of when plastic surgery we think of breast enhancements but mm-hmm. there's also breast reductions mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just not healthy mm-hmm. um, for a woman to be rather large and and so it's it is more healthy for her to have a reduction mm. to me i don't have a problem with that I, what i have problems with is where it goes to the extreme it yeah, goes to beyond what you know is just reasonably normal right like out west many not a lot again i don't know who all or whatever but many of the breast implants are for the sake of show and yeah. so they flaunt them etc and that would violate other biblical commands like modesty and reservation yeah. etc mm-hmm. so again that's where i would sit down with each person individually and just say what's motivating you why are you doing it is it crossing sinful lines and i think anybody who's going to alter their body for any reason should get godly wisdom and counsel into that. Yeah. Unless, like in your circumstance, it's a no-brainer. You're in high school, you're at the hospital, you've had your face crushed. Of course, put of it course. back together. Yeah. Uh, you have a cleft palate. You know, like you don't need you don't need pastoral wisdom and insight to know if they have the ability to make it right or better or whatever, do it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that's so I would just advocate people to get a lot of wisdom and yeah. thoughtfulness before they overcommit to massive body change. I, I totally agree with that. All right, Tim, I got one more question for you. Sure Should thing. Christians not read or watch murder mysteries or horror films since we're supposed to fix our mind on what is good? Ooh, that's a good question. It is.